All right, you started off with some energy. Do something cool. But I don't, I don't, oh, he put me on the spot. He said, do something cool, people, and I got nothing. Uh, uh, these are my dance moves. Uh, do I dab? Uh, that's the little thing. Probably not. That's so outdated. Probably not. Uh, yeah, we, welcome we, to the August Tibber, Tibber, Tibber. Uh, Enter cool sound effect. We're doing that thing where we're live again. So we're awful at these. We're working on it, people. Who's alive? Are you alive? I'm alive. He told me not to pick my nose. There we go. That's my my goal. I will not pick my nose. You're not supposed to give away our trade secrets. Now other people Ah. might pick their nose and not have known they weren't supposed to pick their nose. That's how you get to 30,000 subscribers. Pick your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know you can pick your nose? You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friend's nose. Mm, That's a good one. I'm uh, going to teach that one to my son because he's he's really into jokes. So that's one that I think he would really enjoy. Yeah, that's a good dad joke. Speaking of which, um, this was not a transition I was intending, but you know how I do that thing where I read our schedule to tell you what we're going to read in the month, and then I completely forget like the one-offs and stuff like that? Let me me take a second to remember the one-offs because I 100% forget these every time. So one, in June, you've had a crazy kind of month, same thing with July, that you've been uh, a little bit behind. I don't want to put it on you, but you've been behind, right? I've been Um, behind, yeah. So so I told you, (laughs) well, I told you I was going to read some stuff without you, and I'm going to be sad that I miss you, but one of the things that I'm reading without you is the post uh, posthumous uh, memoirs of Bras Cubas by Machado de Assis. Shout out to Tiffany and Dia, who have been reading it with me. I've been reading with them, depending on your point of view. (laughs) And that's one that I think I might want to come back with because, you know, Machado de Assis is a favorite of ours. I think we love Brazilian authors. That might be a theme as we get into the TBR here. Uh, But that's one I do want to call out that I always forget because it's not on the schedule. Uh, But I'm doing that. And what you made me think of it is you said, my son, I don't know how many people knew this happened. Dude, check this out. Clarice Lispector dropped a children's okay. book on us here. So we've got when? we've got the woman who killed the fish <laughs> by Clarice Lispector. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Sold. know what age range. I don't know what age range it's for. But uh, I mean, don't care. The, the, <laughs> the font is huge. It's definitely meant to be for like what appears to be younger reading, just based on how it's printed. Uh, I'm gonna read this to Mason. I think this month for. Women in Translation. So there's our theme for this month, Women in Translation. I mean, was this our third, fourth year doing it? Shouldn't be too much of a surprise, right? I think that, yes, there are restrictions on age, but I think that only goes for young to old. I think that, you know, when you get to be 18, I don't think it's not okay to read children's books, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Especially sure. if you have something to author. I mean, I, I offer. I... Mm-hmm would love to go sit down and read the giving tree especially sitting down with you know a niece or a son or a daughter i think that you still can get a lot of value out of that Mm -hmm. i think there are a lot of good life lessons that some of us may need to be reminded of especially as we become adults because we lose our childhood we lose that magic and that innocence Mm -hmm. uh i I think that age restriction only kind of goes one direction in my opinion yeah well i also wonder because because lispector is one of those writers that she writes the struggle and she writes the internal. You know what I mean? Children's books tend to be very external. They, they tend to be very visual. Like you should be able to see the struggle and the conflict. And a lot of times there's a lot of moralizing in them of like what's good, what's bad, that sort of thing. And none of those are things that Clarice really like, excels at, I don't think. So we'll see kind of where that goes. But that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to. And here's 
here's kind of a bonus little fun. I'm not going to read this straight through. I'll probably just pick it up here and there. But did you know? These are way off camera and I'm throwing my back out trying to grab them. I'm really well, well Don't hurt your back tonight. further. <laughs> I also got her, um, what do they call this? Too much of life. It's basically, you know how she wrote for the Journal de Brazil for a long time. It's all of her writings from like her like, decade long experience. It's like an 800 page, 600 page book here. 700 page book of just her different journal writings and her writings for this newspaper. So I thought about just kind of perusing through this and seeing what I can gleam out of it. But it's organized basically by the year it was published. And uh, I've heard cool. some criticism that this translation wasn't all that good, but I don't have access to the other translation. So I want to have picked it up. Yeah. And we don't read any other language. So <laughs> it is what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll enjoy it regardless. <laughs> yeah. Not, we don't read any other language well. And then the last announcement. Oh, goodness. Oh, there goes my back. It's definitely gone. For those of you that don't know, uh, personal, and I guess, admittance, announcement. I, I don't know what to call it. I, I haven't been reading as much as well on top of, I, even if Crypto here was on top of his reading game, I don't know if I would. Uh, my neck's been hurting me. I just got an MRI and dealing with some old man issues. So I'll put it that way. But looking down has been a no-no. So I have to like hold the book up when I read it. I, I just don't know what that means. But I, I've been adjusting to being an old man now that reading hasn't been as easy because of some of my neck issues. But... All right, now that the sad news is over, uh, Winter <laughs> in Sokcho. Uh, I'm reading this with Christy Lewis, so that'll be a fun one as well. Nice, that's exciting. Do you think if they took your working parts and my working parts, they could put us together as one functioning human yeah. being? Yeah. Because so, <laughs> I have so, old men issues and I'm kind of falling apart too. <laughs> am, am, I allowed, am I allowed to announce how we have, we, we talked earlier about our comparable suffering here. Can, can, can we talk about what it is? Oh, sure, sure, yeah. It was, okay. I, I thought it was so odd that when you texted me the other day, I was like, oh, man, is that the same medication that I got put on? Because we both got put on new meds, and they're pretty yeah. much in, like, the same family, but just a little bit different. <laughs> yes. So we have we have various issues as, as we get older. The, the one that I'm specifically referring to is, is, is arthritis, more or less. But yeah. Mine's called spondylosis because it's considered spinal arthritis. So, like, you know, like, the old man that's like, oh, after, like, walking for a while – or uh, mine specifically happening up here in the in the top part of my neck. Uh, I've been getting a lot of pains with that. So that's where my arthritis is. And I find out that, that you, sir. Yeah. So mine is in my hands and in my knees. And it's a result of my uh, autoimmune disease, uh, ulcerative colitis, which is kind of a cousin of Crohn's that is causing um, the gut issues I've had my whole life. And now is causing the slow deterioration of like joints and ligaments and things like that so got some good meds and hopefully they help but yeah getting old is rough man <laughs> yeah yeah so if, we, if you combine our parts like like power rangers ultra zords or whatever <laughs> you'd have oh, whoa, one whoa, bedridden whoa. person that just doesn't get up and the other person's just like a young human being running around feeling fine <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i would say transformers because i'm much older than you um mm. <laughs> oh and you know what we can write a story about this. We combined our good parts and combined our bad parts like twins. Mm. And one gets to go control the good body and the other has to lay and suffer. And then we get to switch consciousnesses to the good body and the bad body. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We, we, we got to throw in an element of, uh, remember that movie or, or whatever, Repo Man, where people oh, like yeah. specifically upgraded pieces and like some of them couldn't pay and you'd have reapers come and take the body parts yeah. back and stuff like that. We got to have like an element of that too, but it's like the suffering side. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm suffering enough. Anyway, enough of our sad stories. What else are we reading? <laughs> All right. So for the TBR where we're actually collaborating on things, uh, first, now some of these we, we have read because uh, I think the audience that saw last month knows that I was missing the last week of, of July into August. So we had to pre-record some of these. So in terms of what's been pre-recorded, we have Shame by Mieko Kawakami. And let's, let's take a moment of silence for you, I think, to have finally read the reason why I keep bringing Mieko Kawakami onto the show. Like, like, reflect for the audience what shame does for a reader. Do you want me to use words, or am I supposed to be quiet and just facial expressions? Uh, you are, this is your art. I want you to express the art form the way that you need to. Okay, okay. Hold on, let me use a second. All right, but I might fall asleep if you're not going to say anything. Begin scene. All right. I can't see what you're doing, so okay. I'm going to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I was very dramatic. Okay. <laughs> You'll love gonna, it in post. Fix it in post. <laughs> I'm going to finally see it in editing. I'm going to be like, oh, that's what you're doing. That was fun. <laughs> you can draw funny pictures on me. Yeah, so... If, if you are new to this channel or haven't seen any of our Miyako Kawakami talks, she is just, she, she's one of my favorite writers. I think she's Rising one of the star. strongest, she's one of the you know strongest writers alive today. Her next English translation is until like 2025 and then 2026. They're doing the uh, Dreams of Love, etc. short story collection and then something else. I can't remember what it is, but holding breath over here till that happens. Maybe what I should do is have you go back and actually read some of the books because I just mm, can't get enough of it. But the other thing that we are also doing her by her is actually an essay, which is The Flowers Look More Beautiful Now Than Ever, which is an essay on the coronavirus. Uh, I think it's, it's okay for us to kind of go off on a little tangent and just kind of explore a retrospective look at perhaps how coronavirus has impacted different people in different ways i did enjoy that perspective because i it's something i literally lived through but i didn't know how it affected everybody else besides my friends and family especially seeing how it affects another entire culture that is so vastly different than ours mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so the rest of these are things that are have been pre-recorded uh, they're going to be something that we explore throughout this month. So one is, and I, and I apologize that I don't know a ton about a lot of these, but I've got uh, one called The Smile of a Mountain Witch by Oba Minako, Japanese author. And another one is called Planting by Aoko Matsuda. What I can share is that, you know, a long time ago, you and I committed to kind of going through the Penguin Book of Japanese short, uh, Japanese short stories, as well as the Oxford Book of Japanese short stories. So all of these are going to come out of those books. So if you've purchased those books or are interested in those books, we're going to have a playlist for each of those books down below that you can kind of start exploring the stories with us as we continue to go through it throughout the years. They've been hit or miss. I mean, but I don't think they've ever let us down to have a bad conversation. I feel like there's always some little nugget of fun in those those stories from both books. I've enjoyed mm -hmm. both. Mm -hmm. There's There's been some great talks, but there's also been some really awkward stories to that point, too. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and that's what makes it fun, right? It's uh, kind of, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Life is like a box of stories. <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about this before more off camera than on camera, that sometimes the stories that are like very simple, like you think it's going to be a five minute talk, end up being like 
20, 25 minutes. And I'm like, dude, we got to cut this off. This video's going too long. Like, like we, cause we like to keep our videos, you know, somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes. But some of the ones that are like deceptively simple, we, we start to uncover these little truths, these little things that just really excite us and that we seem to want to talk about. You and I's superpowers, we can take a three-page story and talk for it about 30 minutes <laughs> and get almost nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, basically. All right, um, is that it for Japanese? Oh, we've got, uh, I think this comes from her recent short story collection, I believe. If not, I bought it and I'll figure something else to read from that. <laughs> but it's called A Clean Marriage by Sayaka Murata. I don't believe you've read anything by her yet. She is the author of Convenience Store Woman, which is one of the most brilliant uh, Japanese books that have ever come out. It's a fantastic look at life, almost kind of like in a very satire-ish, different viewpoint perspective. I think you would enjoy it a lot, but this is going to be a first short story for you and I think a good one for us on this channel. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've read anything by her. So I always love new authors. It's always fun exploring because, you know, it's it, I we, we've talked about before uh, and many stories and things of like if you could go back and re-experience reading that story for the first time, like oh, the, the feelings it, you know, emoted in you. It, it's always, you know, I get kind of giddy when, I'm, you know, you introduce me to a new author because it's a whole new experience that I've never got to have. And then we get to share it together in our discussion, which just adds to the joy of it. Mm hmm. I've seen some people put out these videos that say like the the five books I would sell my soul, I would die again, I would kill for, insert <laughs> whatever really dramatic statement you want. Like the five books I would dramatic statement in order to read again for the first time. Okay. Right. I think I think convenience store woman might be one of my five. Ooh. Because it's it's so alien like to relook at humanity from such an external viewpoint for, for, for me and also oh man Murata we'll, we'll see what this story gets us into but she's very polarizing she's an author that you can read and some people are like mm, nope hard pass and some people are like wow that's my girl like like very very either warm or hot when you read her are right, we doing this live so I need you your impression what do you think crypto will feel I don't know what the story's about yet, but it's called okay. a clean marriage. I imagine. Okay, totally, total guess here. We'll, we'll check it out in the video when we actually do it. I'm gonna guess you're mad and you're gonna think about it for a couple of days. That's my prediction. <laughs> I think that you could say that about me on every story. <laughs> Fair enough, though. All right, we'll we'll see if getting, you're right. Getting angry, getting angry. All right. All right, now yeah. we have, let's talk about some of the Latin American ones we have. So I've already talked about a lot of the Clarice ones, so let's talk about some more Clarice. We're going to read The Smallest Woman in the World by Clarice Lispector, obviously. <clears throat> and I also have one, I bought that Latin American, I think it's called Female or Women, Latin American Women Writers. It's one of those, I'll you know write it up on the screen or whatever. But it's called Big Bellied Cow by Nalita <laughs> Pinion. When we read Latin American literature, like what would be the traits that we think of? To me, one of the things that I think of is they, you know how some people say Americans, some people say Americans are too direct, right? Like Japan might say that. 
some people say we're too indirect, right? Like you hear that when you see a lot of Eastern hmm. cultures talk about us, that I think Latin American writers tend to be more direct. It tends to be a lot more visceral and it makes you feel things where you're like, yeah, that's true. We totally cover that up. I think that this is one of those writers that's going to do that. So we'll see where it goes. I don't know. Maybe it's just about a pregnant cow. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I think I think this is one of those ones that could uh, spark some interesting conversation, which is why I picked it. Awesome. Well, I'm excited about that. I think that anything that makes you out of your comfort zone can help you grow and be better as a person. So it's definitely worth uh, always trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, there's probably some other uh, novels that I might try to do some spoiler-free reviews. Not as many as last year because I just won't have the time off and, and because of my own neck issues, I won't. I will say I tried to do um, The Emissary by Yoko Tawada and it, it wasn't working for me. I just had to quit. I'm not saying it's a bad book. It's just like, Ooh. you know, sometimes when you're reading something, you're like, this isn't working. Yeah, I hit the eject button on it. I did. I, I felt really bad DNF. about it. DNF. Is that the mm-hmm. first one this year? In a long time. Yeah, yeah, because even mm. even if I'm not loving it, usually I can power through it and then just be like, look, this is what I got from it. Didn't feel the most compelling from it, but, you know, this is things to consider. Uh, I don't really have that too often, but this is one where I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do a spoiler free. Don't read this, especially if I didn't enjoy it. Let's spend my time on things that I am enjoying. So that's that's what happened there. So give me the poster tagline one sentence <sighs> of... What 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 was it that Dude, it was a no okay. go? Eject. No, Why'd no, no, you eject? No, don't, don't don't limit don't don't limit me on that. Let me give you the the poster speech of why I read it. Okay, okay. let me start okay. there because it is one of those stories where it says some disaster has happened to the world. Japan's mm-hmm. shut off its borders. Mm-hmm. The children are kind of like mutated, weak, and dying soon. And the old seem to just be impervious. They're living for a hundred plus years, feeling healthy and strong. So you have a Sounds granddad awesome. that's yeah, post-apocalyptic, sci-fi, right? You've got the opening paragraph page of the story talks about talking about the, the young boy. He they describe him as almost bird-like, so he's like vulnerable and his teeth are rotting and stuff. Ooh. So so it's like this great mystery. But Yoko Tawada, and maybe this is my own expectations, right? You know, sometimes you have expectations that the premise sure. seems so cool, you want to explore that. She has no interest in exploring that to any real depth. It's really exploring the characters. They are in this universe, but it's not going the direction that I want it to, right? Right? Like with that oh. strong of an interesting plot, a device, and there's so many different ways to think about what this could mean to people. It's exploring very different things that I don't think even needed to be in this universe to explore those types of things. So it just wasn't working for me. It's not a bad, it's not that it's not, it's not that it's a bad book. It's just not working for me right now. All right. Maybe you pick it back up and finish it later. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it was also written pre COVID, right? Like in terms mm. of like the isolationism, like this, the, the characters are all very lonely. And I wonder, <laughs> I wonder like, would, would this story have been written different now? Right. Like if she told this story at a different time, how different would it be after people had to live in so much isolationism after, you know, 2020? So two things I think about real quick is one, you and I have lived through this. So maybe cuts a little close to home. And two, as we discussed just earlier, our own mortality of our bodies failing us. And here you're reading this story about older people getting stronger 
do you think that kind of made you a little bit angry of like personally i'm here getting older and getting weaker and here's these stories about these people that are older and more it didn't before but now it does thanks <laughs> <laughs> all right finish this video before i hurt your feelings further <laughs> no you can't hurt my feelings all right buddy um okay this is the end of the video thanks for spending time with us my name's una peace <laughs> peace